think about it, everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on Uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited, like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. who it's me again the little attitude for all of you in white red land it's five o'clock do you care what the mainstream media says you out there you listening What's going on, fam? Happy Tuesday, the 6th of April already, and uh, time is absolutely flying by, man, but it is uh, good to have uh, my bro Joe and Mark Bikita here with me, so stand by for that. First, I want to show you guys something cool. Check this out. The Foxhole.app. Check it out when you guys get time. Make sure you guys uh, do me a favor and help spread the app. Just drop it on your social media. Hey, guys, check this out. And do me a favor when you can. Help buy these guys a cup of coffee. Support us over here. Guys are doing great work helping support free speech, and we really do need your help. And the Foxhole.app is just going to its gonna break the Internet. It's going to break the way this is done going forward. That and Gab TV are going to set the trend for how uh, live streaming and video streaming happen going forward. I can't wait for it. Check out the website, uncensored, or, yeah, uncensoredave.com. I think I know what my website is. Uh, previous shows, uh, different content, uh, some of the live uh, streams that we've done from DC and the rest. If you want, if you are a supporter of the Brothers Uncensored show and have been a, a supporter of mine for the last three years, going on four, geez, uh, do me a favor. Fill out this form here. Send me your address. Send me your shirt, T-shirt size. I want to send you a free gift. So if you want that, I will keep your information uh, uh, confidential. And this is only going to be going for about another week here, guys. And then uh, I'm going to cancel that back and go right back to the normal uh, uh, newsletter that's under constru- under construction. So do me a favor. If you support the channel, if you support the show, let me give you a free gift if you don't mind me uh, getting your address. Otherwise, we'll be doing a, a spot sale here in the near future where you can do it anonymously as well. A free gift from us to you. God bless you all. Foxhole, Twitch, YouTube hates us, screw them. DLive, uh, CloudHub. And Tiger Network is my backup, just in case. Tiger Network's doing a great job as well. Uh, those guys have been doing great work over there. Jim's platform is top not Speaking of, I'm hoping to have Jim on tomorrow. We'll see. It, uh, it's not confirmed yet, but maybe Jim Watkins will be joining us tomorrow to talk about the HBO special. Uh, recent uh, articles, the, the Yemeni uh, terrorists found at the border yesterday article from Joe. That's up on the blog. Other great stuff from the blog that's uh, important. Check that out. Finally, Cash App, Patreon, or PayPal. If you join our, our Patreon, you can get access to our private Discord, at which point you can come hang out with us, see what's going on in the news, help us do research, and uh, see what we're cooking, which is a, kind of the best part about it. It's becoming uh, us making each other drool on weekends and uh, when we're cooking. It's kind of become a fun part of the Discord. So join us over there when you get time. With that, I want to welcome my bro Joe into the show. What's going on, bro? What's up, fam? Glad to be here with you again, brother. See everybody out there in Foxhole. Good to see you. Amy Joe, good to see you. Scaldwell, Glenn, NMS, good to see you. One Eagle, five, Texas Bear, 77, Palladius, Cautious Observer, good to see you out there and everyone else. Uh, It's like 80 degrees here in the Midwest. It's absolutely beautiful. 
I was outside most of the day doing yard work, cutting the grass. It felt so good to actually be outside. But I am super excited to be joined today by Mark, Mark Picuda. He is running for U.S. Senate in 2022. How are you doing today, Mark? I'm doing well, Joe. I'm doing well here in Columbus. It's uh, 86 degrees out on my wow. deck. That face is west and it's kind of in a, in a, in a, uh, a parabola kind of thing or parabolic kind of, you know, reflector oven. But uh, it's really, really nice here. Excellent. Excellent. What about you, Abe? What's it up like by you? Nice up there, too? Yeah, it's a beautiful day up here as well uh, in, in uh, northern Wisconsin. <clears throat> um, and, uh, yeah, I got a chance to just go outside and get a little bit of sun uh, earlier. So it's uh, definitely enjoying it. I also got a chance to vote today. See? Oh, I got a sticker right there. Only problem was is uh, basically there was advertisements running against the leftist judge that's running for commissioner, I think, something like that. Uh, but I, I go to look up the ballot for the local elections. It's county commissioner, uh, local judges, school board, and uh, I think it, I think it was uh, a, a county a city commissioner or state commission state commissioner. I think it was. Anyways, um, I go to do the research to try to find information about you know who, who's on these local ballots, who they are. You know, can I get a little bit of information about you before I go to vote? There ain't nothing. I could not find anything anywhere about the local school board officials. There was four on the ballot. It said pick two. <laughs> wow. So I'm like, I'm so frustrated, man, because, you know, I want to be an informed and educated voter and know who I'm voting for. Right. So I do the due diligence last night and try to find anything. Now, there was like there was like a Green Bay article maybe that said something about um, but it was so generalized that it, it didn't say anything about policy positions. I, I mean, can I, can, I, can I know whether or not you support school choice? Jill Enderley, is, is, they were running ads against her nonstop. That's the only reason why I know that to vote against her, right? I mean, but I'm trusting TV advertising on Pluto. I mean, it's – Mark, I mean, is, is this common? Is this a is – why is it so hard to understand, to find information about your local officials in local elections like this? Well, that's a, uh, that's a really interesting uh, question, Abe, because we have issues here in, in Ohio. We've got a bill finally being uh, presented in the legislature to put party affiliation on judge elections in the general election. What happens is, of course, in the primary election, you know the judges that you're voting for are Republican, right? And then, uh, and then, in the general election, there's no uh, party affiliation, right? That, that to me is just absolutely unacceptable. The other thing that we have happening, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's happening there, is the county central committees, it's virtually impossible to figure out for every of the 88 counties in Ohio who is currently on the committee, uh, what you need to do based on that county to get ballot eligible, those kind of things. It's like they keep it a secret. So just the inner, you know, yeah. people, and I'm talking both parties, right? Yeah. The Republican Party as well. They keep this stuff a secret. So just the insiders know, right? It's pretty frustrating. I mean, like I said, I, I, I take pride in, in doing all just I mean, it doesn't only it only takes five or 10 minutes of your time. So, you, you know, just a little bit of time to understand the candidate. And I, all I really want to know is their stance on school choice. What's your stance on the voucher system here in Wisconsin? That is top notch. Thanks to Governor Walker. Um, what is what is your 
do you support this kind of idea? It's a great thing. I mean, I, basically, in this in this county that I live in, as a parent, there are three or four in my local areas, town of 60,000 people, not very big, right? There are three or four, two private and like two public at each grade level. So you have the, the, the pick of the mill of where you want to send your kids based on on what you think is best for your child. And the state gives you the the the, the, the property tax voucher, right, and says, okay, here's what these schools cost. If you have to make up the cost between what the school is charging and what the voucher is, that's on you if you can afford that. And if not, then here are the other schools that you can select. It's a great oh. system that a lot of people say is filled with is, – is kind of racist because of the cost measure of it. But that's not – it's not fair because they have – for people who can't, who can't afford those extra costs, they have programs in those schools to help them, public uh, funding things. So it's not it's not as simple as that, Mark. So, so if I understood you correctly, you have got the backpack legislation that I think needs to be passed in every state. I agree. I didn't realize you had it. You know, it, vouchers are different, I believe, than the backpack program. Uh, the backpack program is where all the money, uh, uh, like the average cost in your school district, your public school district, the average cost per pupil is given to you if you decide not to take advantage of the school's uh, educational. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not that familiar with it. I mean, I haven't studied it that closely, but yeah, that's but interesting. I like it when you said that. Anyway, uh, I, I think that that's, uh, that's really, really great uh, legislation because it, it brings some competition to uh, what is a very compromised system in the United States, our educational system. It's, and I, I've been doing some reading recently. Uh, this started long before the First World War. So yeah. they've been chipping at us for a long time. Yeah, absolutely correct. It's, it, when you do the research on, on on the Department of Education and how everything has changed since the implementation of it, it's been a mess. Um, thank you, Great Society, once again. Uh, Joe, I know you had, uh, had like three or four pretty good articles that we should probably just kind of go through those real quick. I got about f- 10 or so as well that are interesting that I think you guys are going to be interested to hear about. So we're just going to kind of hang out and kind of um, quick, you know, do a kind of extended news blitz like we normally do, uh, have Mark comment on each of the stories. What's the, what's the top one that you had for today? Well, uh, yeah, out of the out of the three or four, there's there's quite a few actually that are pretty good. But I did want to talk about this one by CD Media. Uh, let me share the screen here real quick. It says, "Warning: Beware of the Trojan Horse." So this is actually uh, a guest post by Thomas Starr a few weeks ago. I listened to an interview on Dennis Prager, the founder of Prager U. Prager made a chilling warning. It is literal accurate to say the West is at stake at this time. Consider the statement. Was Dennis Prager publicly making a, hyper, a hyper, hyperbolic, outrageous claim, or was he right? I ran that thought over and over again and began to shake, it began to shake me to the core. I knew it was absolutely true. I gather many Americans feel the same way. Something is very wrong in America. This article actually goes on quite a bit. Um, it's actually a really good article, but I think you kind of get the premise of where that's going right now, especially. Uh, what do you think, Mark? Uh, I, 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 for a long time, have believed uh, 
that that we're at a crossroad. I think I said last time I was on that uh, the 2022 election is really the most important election of our lifetime. I know everybody says that. They say it every election, that it's the most important election of our lifetime. But we really are at a, a, an incredible crossroad. And uh, that Trojan horse analogy is interesting because if you look at every piece of legislation that has been passed since Biden got into office, there are also Trojan horse little time bomb things in that legislation. And some of the uh, states like Ohio are fighting it. For example, if you take the money that's supposed to be for COVID relief for your state, you have to do X with it or you can't do Y with it. And it's the federal government once again reaching into the states and taking more and more control by requiring things like matching funds or they're directing this money in a direction, but to, for you to get it and use it in that direction, you have to do other things. So we've got this socialist progressive agenda that is being, I mean, the states are literally being extorted. I agree. I agree. What do you think, Abe? Yes, and it's with the, in the guise of the, the leftist neo-Marxist ideology that that Prager does such a great job of warning us about. And it's, um, you know, I, th- I, th- I really do feel that the 2020 election was was a was a win for countering the the radical left. I think I think we made a lot of inroads. I think we did great um, in a lot of areas. And I think that's a sign. And that's why they're trying to get as much, uh, you know, election fraud cheating stuff in hr1 and the rest that they can get um and try to fight against anyone who tries to to you know further secure the elections because they know that they they have to cheat in order to win yeah i agree towards the end of this article he goes on he says in ancient times the trojan horse was used by greeks to enter the city of troy to destroy the opposing army and win the war the attacks of the nuclear family, school system, the churches, and other institutions is poison in the heart of the country. My personal view is America may strive for equality, yet uh, ought to resist the call for equity. Simply put, equality replaced by equity destroys liberty. We have to work. Uh, we have to work and work cut out. The problem is we have no time to dither. The leftists continue to inject CRD ideology into our culture, our religious institutions, our politics, and our people. The Trojan horse is within the city walls, but never forget to keep the faith. Yeah. Uh, So if you look at Black Lives Matter, the organization, they're a Marxist organization. And on their website, they were really clear about the fact that they they do not want the the kind of nuclear family, the, the family unit that we're so used to in the West to survive. They want to break it up. And that's exactly what happened in like communist China, communist Russia. You know, they took these children out of homes and put them in basically uh, camps. And they were raised by apparatchiks of the of the the regime, you know, the communist regime. Uh, so 
the children would often turn on parents and report them after after a certain period of time they would go back with the parents and they would literally be little you know communist rats stool pigeons to rat on their parents who weren't following the exact ideology that had been pumped into these kids for you know 10 or 12 years and if you look at history i mean this is all out there for people to see it's why the left wants to shut down history and and uh civics and politics kind of uh, educational tracks and why they're pushing for this you know contrived anecdotal uh, pick the conclusion and then work the data to to get to the conclusion. Howard Zinn, kind of, you know, a people's history of the United States. I mean, if you read that book, and that book is being used as a textbook in schools, it is just a Marxist uh, playbook. Yeah. Uh, it's it's incredible. Look, look what Bill Nye has done for for tor- for our children. It basically, I mean, I grew up with this guy, watching him all the time. And I, I, I always respected the, the way his approach to, to quote-unquote science or at least showing how science works to, to a growing mind. I, I always appreciate that. But now look what he's done. He's, he's turned uh, his, his trust uh, gained through pe- people like me growing up with him for 40 years. You know, I mean, I watch this guy all the time. And now, now look at him. He's over there with his uh, full science, like you're saying. He's, he's, he's drawing conclusions and making sure the data fits the conclusion. That's exactly. I mean, that's the, you know, when, when the left and when Democrats talk about, you know, follow the science, listen to the science, that's what it is. I've got this chart I have to redo because I don't like the way it's done. It's pretty, pretty uh, primitive, but someone did it up and it basically says, you know, a conservative view of science and it's basically a scientific method, right? Come up with a hypothesis, test it, test it again, uh, confirm your conclusion, then have other people replicate it. On the other side, it's basically draw the conclusion you want, go find only the data that supports it and say you were scientific. Yep. Right? That, that's what we're doing. We that's talked about Einstein yesterday, I think it was, about how uh, he was uh, he was called out for doing that. That was most of his work was was manipulating data to form his conclusions. It's um, it's that narcissistic part. And, and then they have the the science commun- community uh, that that is the official experts that that uh, that decide uh, you know consensus on science things and it's it's all of the same people they don't they don't actually want to challenge the anything that the goal of of coming to a consensus should be to challenge the consensus and be outspoken about those uh, anomalies and they the, anyone who speaks out about an anomaly in science is chastised. So, so I've got an engineering degree and, and I didn't really practice much in practical engineering because I went into sales out of school, but I did some internships in the technical areas within IBM and elsewhere. And I mean, every engineer that I met who was developing or, or, or had patents or was, a, was an inventor, so to speak, wanted to have their, their hypotheses, their conclusions, their products uh, vetted by other people, you know, they wanted to, they were proud to have their intellectual product hold up to scrutiny. And it wasn't about being right 
It was about being correct. It was about being truthful. It was about being honest. And we have lost that. I mean, we have really, really lost that. We, we, I've, I've gone to the point. to define what truth is anymore. I've gotten to the point where I, I, I seriously question if, if Newton's law is actual, is, is uh, works in the universe. Like, I understand it works on Earth and, and in, the, in the constants that we use in that kind of science. But, I mean, I, that's how much I, I, you know, there's somebody out there, Bob, saying I become a science denier because all of their BS science, it's hard not to. I mean, it, they make it so hard to, to what's, what's, what's the right thing to believe when you know there's just money, a lot of trillions of dollars behind policies like gr- green energy. Um, Joe, uh, t- President Trump was on Newsmax today, and I caught like maybe about five seconds of it. Uh, but I know that uh, you had uh, uh, some of it up that we wanted to talk about today, too. What did he have to say today? Yeah, this was pretty interesting, too. Check this out, guys. Well, they had a very bill, and I guess the governor rejected it because it was too strong. And then they went with a watered-down bill. In uh, if, if you look at, uh, you know, the history of it, they went with a very strongly watered-down bill. They don't have various elements that you'd like to have, but uh, that's why they call it watered-down in Georgia. And now they've moved the all-star game because they thought the bill was too tough when it's not. They just – they're woke, and uh, woke is not good for our country. Woke is not good. And I hope a lot of people I look I, I think people are giving up on baseball anyway. You look at the fans are way down, everything's way down. I don't think anybody cares, but uh, they shouldn't be doing that. They shouldn't be hurting the people of Georgia. They yeah. shouldn't be doing that, especially for a bill that is less stringent than the one they have where they're moving, where they're moving the All-Star game to. Right, less stringent because they still obviously have the voter ID in uh, Denver, as they do in Georgia, but there's less available days to vote there, um, and then also some other issues. So obviously that wasn't the real issue when it came to the Georgia law and all of these companies that jumped in, the media reaction. So what do you think is really behind all the wokeness with these corporations uh, jumping on the bandwagon? Well, Georgia's got a lot of difficulties. I mean, you look at uh, in this uh, new law, I don't believe they have signature matching. Now, why wouldn't they have signature matching? A lot of the real power, a lot of the guts have been taken out of it. They had something that was very powerful, meaning fair and mm-hmm. free and good for the people, but it was it was strong. You have to you have to be a citizen. You have to be all of the things that you have to be and signature ID, et cetera, et cetera. But they didn't have signature matching, as I understand it. That's not good. And it's very watered down from the original one. Look, it's, uh, it's a shame. It is a shame. It is a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. And, and you know, all of, like I, you know me, Joe, we talked about this, I think, one day. I, I just cannot wait to watch a Cubs game. I, I freaking love baseball. I'll never stop watching baseball. I don't care about all this garbage. You know, it, it's, it, it becomes too much to, to, to allow these idiots to control my life. I enjoy watching a game. I enjoy watching uh, skilled athletes do something that, that I thought I could do pretty well as a kid. But just watching them do it just blows my mind. I don't care about all this stuff. The focus should be on what didn't get passed, the signature matching, the citizenship requirement, the you know, all of the all of the realities about what needs to be done wasn't done. Instead we're talking about baseball. Mark, what do you think, man? I I, 
I don't know, man. What do you think? Well, uh, you know, I heard the comparison that basically said that some of, you, you know, almost everything that was in the Georgia bill that got passed is being done already in like multiple states, like the voter ID piece. I, I don't, I, I read that the voter ID piece was passed in that bill for both in-person and absentee voting. So the article I had from the Daily Caller may have been incorrect, but, 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 but they said that 35 states already had the same requirement yeah. as Georgia. Yeah, that's and correct. Biden has been calling this a Jim Crow. There are only two out of 11 million people. There are 200,000 people in Georgia that don't that are are voting eligible. That doesn't mean they vote, right? Maybe they've never voted in their life. They're voting eligible and they don't have a government issued ID. Those IDs are available and they're free. 200,000 people, one or two percent of the uh, population of Georgia. And you're telling me they can't. I mean, here's what I'd say. You, 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 you can go have harvest ballots. You can go take a bus and, and bus people to the polls. Why don't you take that bus and why don't you go harvest people and take them to the DMV and get them a free ID? You got plenty of time, right? Yeah. The next critical election is in 20. I mean, there are other critical elections, but the big election is in 2022. And if you want to vote in the primary, you got plenty of time. You've got a year. Pack them in the buses, take them to a DMV and get them a freaking ID. It's not that hard. It's not hard at That's all. Really it's it's racist to say that people can't get an ID. In fact, here in Wisconsin, I, I couldn't even talk to the guy until I put my driver's license down on the table in the little spot where it says driver's license. I love that. I'm like, yes, please. He goes, verify your address. He makes you say it to him. It's a simple I, check. We're not asking for too much. It's not. It's. The fact that they're trying to spin this into into racism is just the ultimate projection from the left that is continuously trying to undermine the black community's power to have a voice. Here's it, what I would say. Just ask people who say this is suppressing voting to give you evidence of why and how. Okay. Every time someone comes forward and does that on my Facebook page or Twitter, I just go to the studies. I just go to the data and say, is this voter suppression? How is this voter suppression? And the interesting thing is, I've got a lot of African American folks on my volunteer, uh, you know, volunteering for my campaign, mm -hmm. and they're like, you know what? This really is the bigotry of soft expectations by the Bingo. progressive, white, liberal, woke left, and, and they are it. they are angry about it, Good. right? They it's should like, be. They're they're angry. Every minority, every actually every American should be pissed the way that they're presenting this. Exactly. It shouldn't matter about the race, the creed, anything else. The fact that they're trying to spin this into racism is is evidence of their racism, and it's they're being exposed every chance they get. I mean, Joe, what is? T tell me that when you when you talk to just people who aren't that engaged in the the process, but but want that are fairly informed, they see right through this shit, right? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Here's the thing. No, no, not really, unfortunately, because they're not paying attention really at all, man. They're, they're kind of off into the matrix. Um, you know, they might follow something, you know, when they sit down for dinner. But th this is why I, I continue to, to do this every single day uh, is because they're, these are definitely things that people need to be aware of 100 percent. And unfortunately, people aren't paying attention. We need people to be paying attention. 
Um, a hundred percent, man. Yeah, good we've stuff. Talk, we, we've talked about this so much that that eighty percent of the voting population is just uninformed, and it's not that they want to be, and it's not that they're not intelligent. They're just busy. And, and the left cooks up all this stuff to its propaganda. Let's just, let's just call it what it is. It's propaganda, it's lies. They do it with impunity and they've got no conscience. So they have no regret or no remorse. I just go back. I, I can't emphasize this enough. I don't think this is, I mean, <laughs> I realize I'm keep repeating myself. 2020 election was very strong for anti-leftist sentiment. The American people are sick and tired of this crap. The vast majority of America, whether they pay attention daily or not, are sick and tired of it. 75% of Americans are okay with voter ID. 82% of Americans want term limits. If those aren't two uniting issues, I don't know what is. Why aren't they getting done? They're not getting done because people in Washington are tone deaf, living in their own echo chamber. And I'm talking about both parties. Absolutely. Right? I mean, and and we're the, the Republican Party, not Republicans, Republican Party and the politicians, 75% or so of them are culpable and they need to go. Yeah, I agree. Good stuff. Sorry, my, my camera is just driving me nuts today. Um, Joe, you had, I think you had one more that we could get to, and then uh, I'll get to uh, my top couple here, uh, and then we'll move on to the discussion uh, going forward. What was another one that you had? Yeah, just real quick, uh, Bob Johnson out there said MLB should go ahead and change their acronym to BLM. <laughs> I completely agree with that sentiment, 100%. Do you, do you realize that the commissioner of baseball has two Ivy League degrees? That's what the problem is. This dude is super woke. He's like mega uber woke. He, he did an undergraduate at Cornell and a JD. He got his law degree at, at Harvard. There you go. Well, how is he doing as commissioner of baseball? <laughs> Seriously, that's exactly like Trump why said, though. Why aren't baseball players running the league? Well, like, like Trump said, though, Seriously? woke is not good for our country. <laughs> woke is not good for yeah, our country. woke is not good. And I love the way he puts it down into a very simple to understand soundbite. I wish I had that talent. I'm working on it uh, in my campaign. And people say I do a good job of it, but, but I don't think I do. Not he—he he is the master. He's at very it. good. He's very underrated. Woke he's got a good team good. behind him too. Woke is not good. Woke is not good. We all should use that constantly. We should be hashtagging that everywhere. <laughs> I want to—I want to get a tattoo of that now, and I don't have any <laughs> t-shirt idea. <laughs> Why would I ruin this beautiful body? This face for radio. Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, J.R. Majewski uh, knows somebody if you want to get a tattoo. Yeah, I know he does. <laughs> <laughs> I got this next one for you guys. Super interesting, exclusive. Uh, so it says everything's an exclusive these days. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Biden's DHS may restart border wall construction to plug gaps. <laughs> Department of oh, Home. Really? Yeah, Department of Homeland Security. Uh, what is it? Mayorakis uh, told Department employees. He may restart border wall construction <laughs> in a conversation with immigration and customs enforcement. Uh, he talked about his plans for the wall and said that while President Biden has canceled the border emergency and halted Pentagon money flowing to the wall, that leaves room to make decisions on finishing some gaps in the wall. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out, Bogus. Time out. I thought the funding was illegal. How are they going to fund this? 
it's already been funded. It's already all the everything's it's, been done. All, they they actually are violating the contract by canceling this wall. So yeah, yeah. There so I mean, what, so they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna make the problem. Uh, we're going to cancel these contracts unilaterally and against the uh, the contract. But well, no, yeah. we're going to put the contract back in place. And look what we did. We just fixed this problem. Well, I think they, they probably realized that if they cancel the freaking project, then they, they still have to pay for it. <laughs> well, what's interesting is it says that um, Customs and Border Protection, which oversees the wall, has submitted a plan for what it wants to see happening moving forward. It's not a single uh, answer to a single question. There are different projects that the chief of the Border Patrol has presented and the acting uh, commissioner of CBP presented to me, the secretary said. The president has communi- uh, communicated quite clearly, clearly his decision that the emergency that triggered the devotion of DOD funds to the construction of the border wall is ended. Mm-hmm. But that leaves room to make decisions as the administration, as part of the administration, in particular areas of the wall that need renovation, particularly projects that need to be finished, he said. Uh, All right. So that's it sounds to me like he's trying to he's trying to appease us with "Ah, we're going to don't worry, we're going to get some stuff done. But it's going to be existing border wall and no new wall. That's what I was getting at as well. This is probably just another bullshit ploy to look over here. Don't look over there, though. But it says supposedly finishing some gaps in the wall. So that that is kind of uh, helpful, but not really. Well, it could be that they're doing that to to say we're just repairing to keep the people on the left off their back, right? I mean, you, you could look yeah. at this from the other direction and True. say maybe they're they're going to continue building new wall, but they're saying they're remediating wall that is already there because they're overwhelmed. They they don't know what to do with these people. I, I saw someone say. It was like I they were like I used to work as a chef and a caterer and those people in those Myler blankets looked like a bunch of baked potatoes sitting in a chafing dish waiting for the the, the wedding party to get to the reception. Right? I mean, you yeah. saw those pictures. They were crazy. You never saw anything like that during the Trump administration. I mean, that was just insane. And it's yeah. exactly what they want. I guess it shouldn't surprise us. I mean, it. This is, it, <laughs> you know, it's the same thing over and over again. So we'll just have to keep an eye on it and try to keep uh, raising awareness about it. Um, did you have one more, Joe? You want me to go ahead with the Durham story? Um. Yeah, I do have one more. Um, real quick, uh, just to touch on this because it's not really much of a discussion here. But this one, uh, real quick, because everybody's been talking about the Suez Canal, anyways. This came out of Zero Hedge. Italian tanker blocks traffic in the Suez due to engine failure. Um, there's a couple interesting things here. First and foremost, the Aframax crude tanker, Minerva Nike, yep, N-I-K-E, just like as in Nike, uh, was heading through and apparently had engine failure. What's really cool is they actually uh, they have a video that shows it like, I don't know if it's, it's not really in real time, but. Um, it kind of shows where it gets stuck right here, and then it shows how they try to tow it out of the way. But obviously, with as much as that's been going on in the canal, um, just super interesting. 
I got to say, uh, shouldn't the world leaders in the Middle East come together and say, maybe it's time to renovate the Suez Canal, kind of like a Panama Canal project? <laughs> right. <laughs> At what point? I can't believe that's, I mean, it, it, what's, what I, would, I guess what I wanted, I should have pointed out in the video beforehand, it showed the amount of boats that was going through there. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's nonstop. Yeah. So one, one little engine failure, well, I shouldn't say little because it's a big deal, but that just caused a backup, and obviously, as we know, when it got shut down before, it caused billions of dollars uh, in um, in losses. So I just thought that was something interesting as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know what's I don't know what is going on with that, but we're gonna have to keep an eye on it. Um, Ty Clevenger sent a sent a letter to Mister Durham saying this on October twelfth, twenty twenty. That's been, uh, what, uh, six months-ish, uh, longer than that. I sent you a letter, and, and then Attorney General William Barr, about the need to preserve evidence related to the origins of the Russia collusion investigation. Neither you nor anyone else at the Justice Department of Justice responded to the letter. Yesterday, I learned that the evidence is due to be destroyed no later than April 28, 2021, pursuant to, to a protective order. I urge you again to take steps to secure the evidence and prevent its destruction in no small part because I believe the public has the right to know what it reveals. I cannot discuss the exact nature of the evidence, however, because of the restrictions in the in the protective order. Uh, if another lawyer informed me about the evidence that was relevant to one of my cases, I cannot imagine sticking my head in the sand the way you have. Like President Trump, I come to suspect that you and Mr. Barr were acting in bad faith and that you appeased President Trump with the pre- pretense of a legitimate investigation, even as, as you were running out the clock. That said, please feel free to prove me wrong. Signed, Ty Clevenger. Now, I don't know what to make about the letter or what's happening with this protective order. I'd be more interested in doing the dig on the protective order uh, because I'm pretty sure that uh, that's the that's the roadblock, right? I mean, I don't, I don't see... Uh, Durham <laughs> being the roadblock here, I see the protective order being the roadblock. Attorney Clevenger has been trying to get to the bottom of the Seth Rich case for years. Months, uh, month after month, the DOJ denied it had any evidence that the DOJ or FBI looked into the Seth Rich matter, and now they're going to destroy this evidence. I would love to get uh, Matt Couch on to, to talk to him about it. And, I, and again, I, I, I would love to do a little bit deeper dive on this to understand what the protective order is. But it would not surprise me the whole goal of this election fraud that we're seeing with with uh, uh, resident Biden. I almost said president resident Biden is um, because they want to cover up what happened with the Trump Russia scandal, especially the stuff with Seth Rich. Mark, do you think we're ever going to get the evidence on this? We are, are we ever going to learn what actually happened? No, I don't. <clears throat> At one point, I, I thought we did. <clears throat> I thought that, excuse me, I need a cough switch, but I can't afford it. Um, <clears throat> uh, at one point, I thought we would. I can give you I a really second if you want. We, no, I'm okay. Right. Uh, at one point, I thought we would. I thought we would get, get I thought Barr was legitimate, but I think Barr... There's nothing more than a new world order kind of don't rock the boat. Everybody, it's all good here. And I'm 70 years old and I just want to cruise into retirement with my millions of dollars and keep donating to Rhino candidates to get them elected and keep the status quo. And 
these people, I think, are, are re rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. I think Trump, you know, pulled the Band-Aid off of that really, you know, infected, nasty wound. And it's just like, like the cockroaches are scattering and scurrying under the refrigerator when you turn the lights on in the middle of the night. Uh, we, I don't think we're going to get to it unless someone either breaks the law or finds a way to release this information without getting caught, still breaking the law. But I mean, either to get this information, I think at this point, someone's going to have to go to jail or they're going to have to be so smart about the way they release it that uh, they don't get caught. Because I think this thing is like locked up tighter than, than you know, Fort Knox used to be. And it, because there's got to be damning, damning evidence in here. I mean, you know, the Russia hoax was absolutely contrived and put together. And everything we see, you can connect the dots with the stuff we can see. Can you imagine what they have that we can't see? Oh yeah, I, I can, and I and and it's smoking gun evidence for sure. The the people that have done great reporting on this, John Solomon, Chuck Ross, and and many others, Sarah Carter, and and uh, there's a whole list of them. I don't want to uh, miss uh, Atkinson. I, I, there's so many that have done great work um, that that you can know what really happened here if you actually studied it during the time. And I studied it. A lot of us studied it in depth, uh, and we understand what paragraph was by what, paragraph, right? Say that again. I remember you and I going paragraph by paragraph back and forth on yeah. some of this. What does this mean? Did you see this? Yeah, I mean, so that information it can be out there, but you know, a lot of people they're not gonna, if they're not going to allow like the little uh, key puzzles here and there, the links between uh, the FBI, Bruce Orr, uh, UK intelligence, Australian intelligence, their role in this is is partly what what i'm concerned with that that's not coming out what actually happened to seth rich in the hospital he he went to the hospital alive a couple of people went there and visited him and then sooner or later and then shortly after he he's dead so there's more to the seth rich story than meets the eye and that's why there's so many people fighting for the seth rich truth to come out as well right and that's not conspiracy theory right that is not conspiracy theory no. what you said it true he went to the hospital alive and he died yep and it doesn't appear that his injuries were life-threatening correct he was I... in stable condition right and, you know no one in the media is going to talk about that that's the that's the part that just drives me nuts they, they, they continue to oh just come on there's nothing here uh so i don't know i don't know if we're gonna get any more on it but we'll see uh, Joe, you had a little bit on the border. Deputy Border Chief estimates over 100,000 illegal border crossers have already evaded capture in the per first three and a half, four, three months, four months this year. Unbelievable. It's, yeah. it's That's just the number they're willing to quote. I'll bet you the numbers double that. It wouldn't That's, surprise me. I was going to say that too, Mark. That's just what was reported again um, or recorded. Either way, however you want to look at it, what about the ones that they don't see that are getting through? Yeah, there's probably a, another uh, huge batch of those as well. Mark, Did you, you see the pictures last week of the toddlers being thrown over the wall by yeah. coyotes. Yeah. Oh man. Not no one's saying anything about it. I know it. It's um, you know, what do you do, man? That, that would have been Trump's third impeachment. Are you kidding me? They would have. It would have been on the news nonstop. Yeah. Exactly. Mark, you highlighted this one. 255 California prison inmates have requested to transfer to a women's prison since January. What is going on in our prison systems? Are they giving them some kind of uh, hormones or something? 
No, I think all they have to do is identify and they can go. I don't know, think it's, I don't know about the hormone piece, but I wouldn't be surprised in California. You know, this is why I'm so big on states' rights. You know, when I get to the Senate, I want to push everything back to the states. If you want to be lunatic and have crazy policies in California, awesome, you do that. But let's leave it at the border, right, of the state border. You know, we don't need your politics infecting the rest of the country, right? Just like we don't need a minimum wage law across the country when you've got cost of living in California, it's like three times that of, of Ohio, right? Uh, this is absolutely ludicrous. And, and, and then we're going to start hearing about how there's an increase in, you know, rapes in the prison and how pr our prison population is so heinous and we're not managing it correctly. I mean, it's like another one of those cases of the, the, the progressive socialist left generating a problem and then they're going to have a problem to fix and they're going to claim victory when they fix it by sending these men back to an all-male prison, right? You, you can just see it coming. I mean, it's craziness. You, you can also see uh, rapes and all kinds of other stuff happening. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. That, but, but, but wait, Abe, that's just the collateral damage of being woke, right? Like, Yeah. Yep, that's the way they'll present it. Credit Suisse. Tell that, tell that to the mother of a, a little girl that's raped in a restroom because a transgender guy uh, – you know, a uh, guy who, who, who identifies as a female uh, is allowed into that restroom, right? Mm-hmm. Craziness. Yep. There's that article Absolutely. out there if you guys want to grab that one. That's a, that was a good find. I'm like, what in the world? Uh, Credit Suisse is in the news. Joe talked about this uh, last week and then uh, earlier this week, I think, um, in it, whatever it was. Credit, Credit Suisse executives depart as bank details uh, Archegos losses. Investment bank Laura Warner and Brian Chin will leave the bank. Seems to me there's some scapegoating going on here at Credit Suisse. But this is on, on top of that $5 billion loss uh, that we reported on last week. So I wanted to just do a follow-up on this. Um, Credit Suisse is still unwinding its positions on Monday, and they think it could be as much as a $7.5 billion loss that will probably reverberate around the, uh, the world for a while. And that means there are a lot more people involved in this than just uh, the two heads of, uh, of Credit Suisse. So uh, something really going on here. Investment bank chief Brian Chin, I believe, is the name, as well as risk, uh, risk management officer or chief risk officer Lara Warner are the two names that you would want to probably dig on. A quick dig, and you can find that Credit Suisse is a one of the major donors to none other than the Clinton Foundation. So, huh. once again, there's always uh, links to, to the Clinton Foundation with these when these things happen. There's something bigger here, though. There's a bigger story about what happened, what's happening with Credit Suisse that nobody's reporting on, it. and I can't, I can't put my finger on it yet. But there's something bigger here. You thought it was. We were talking before the show. You're thinking that there's a China connection here. Well, uh, you know, the, yes, there is a China connection. There's no doubt about that. Uh, how in-depth it is and how it's played. Here's my thinking. President Trump, uh, during the last year of his administration, kept warning China about the way that they're manipulating our stock market. And, and they had some type of basically embezzlement and embezzled funds that were working through the U.S. markets. And they were manipulating the markets in a way that he warned them was illegal and they're going to pay for. This is what I think maybe. 
you know, leading into that, there may be more there on this front. And there's some there's some advisors on Bloomberg this morning that think that this is going to this could trigger a 2007. That's how big this may be. Well, I was going to ask about that because typically these things happen because someone does something that either they uh, agree, they agreed to do something that they didn't do, or they decide that what they're doing is criminal and they're not going to do it because if they go any further, they're, they're just absolutely in over their head. Yep. Right. And it, it remains to be seen what happens here. Uh, Agreed. If we have a meltdown, though, right now with COVID and all the rest, we could be in bad shape for a long time. Well, that's the plan, and they're going to try to push these other strains. Uh, we're right at the, the, the 10 minutes to the top of the hour where Joe Uzi does his blues, news blitz, and you got enough for the news blitz, bro? Yep. Okay, stand by for that. Also, I, I wanted to link to this. First of all, Walker P., ex- what exactly am I wrong about at the border? We've had two people that are down at the border and border experts tell us what's happening there. What, can you be more specific, please? Swiss ambassador to the United States assaulted in D.C. home by an intruder, which I <laughs> it's just weird. When you see, you see the Swiss bank thing and now you see a credit Swiss, uh, you know, Swiss bank thing, and now you see the Swiss ambassador insulted in his home. It was by someone from Portland, Christian David Mandeville. Uh, this is another story that I, w- I don't know has direct ties to Credit Suisse. In fact, there's no evidence of that other than it's cr- you know both Swiss. But so don't don't make that assumption. I'm just saying I found that timing to be rather interesting. I got about three or four other articles we get to that at the second half of the hour. Uh, so stand by for that. If you want to call in, we will have uh, the call-in number put up on the screen here momentarily. In the meantime, I want to get my bro Joe in here for a news blitz. So stand by for a news blitz opener or a, a rapid-fire opener, and then we'll get Joe in here to see what else is going on in the world. Stand by for that. Uh, appreciate you guys very much. Thanks for being here with us today. fire with average joe what do you got for us today bro all right man let me try to get through this as quick as possible first thing i wanted to talk about was the nevada mayor elected as dem switches to the gop listen to this mayor good morning to you good morning steve nice to see you it's nice to see you as well you say the democratic party is now being run by admitted socialists and that's why you had to get out I'd say card-carrying socialists in the Democratic Party in Nevada, they had an election recently for leadership, and four of the five people were card-carrying members of the Socialistic Party. It's not the party uh, that I grew up with 25 years ago in this environment, and it's not the party I can stand with anymore. And, and the Democratic Party you grew up with was the party of the working class, but you don't see that anymore. No, the working class, the working men and women of this country, and also the small business owners are not a part of the conversation anymore. It all has to do with the elitist, and it has to do with the socialists. That is not the agenda that I have in mind for this country of the future. Yeah, Super interesting. Good for him, man, walking away. And, you know, Vegas, I mean, to me, that's pretty important uh, in that area as well, right? There's been so many. There's been a pretty good list of uh, of people who have 
kind of uh, said, you know what? I need to get away from, <laughs> from us affiliating myself with these people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good for you, Mayor John Lee of the North Las Vegas. Good for him. Come on over. The water's fine. Exactly, exactly. Come on in. The water's fine. So as you talked about earlier about the wall, uh, National Pulse dropped this today. Joe Biden is detaining 18,000 minors. Trump's peak number was just 2,600. But, you know, the media is not talking about that, of course, right? No, not at all. They don't they don't they don't no. want to address the, the truth about uh, child sex trafficking at the border. We can't talk about that. Yeah, none of that matters as long as you have a woke uh, president on both houses of uh, a bicameral legislature. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's 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 the ultimate um, thing. (laughs) So Epoch Times dropped election fraud prosecution at all time high. Texas Attorney General's office states so. I thought there wasn't any election fraud, but uh, Texas, there's a ton of it going on. Just it's, you're not hearing about it. Yeah, it's not only there. It's like every state you're seeing it. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. I mean, if you go out and, and just look at the articles and you add it all up, you're like, okay, now I understand how they did it. It was it was election fraud by a thousand cuts. They did a little here and a little there. I'm not buying the whole Dominion voting thing as the, the systems as the 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 ultimate you know fraud here this this was done everywhere with traditional fraud and i think the the dominion thing came into play because when they saw those numbers in the you know early you know early late evening uh they like soil their pants yeah and they they weren't expecting yeah that's why they called a halt to things they're like holy crap like well, we Trump's broke by 20%. We got to fix this. Yeah, we literally broke the system. And I know a lot of people out there are super discouraged, but we wouldn't have broke the system if we didn't turn out. So I want to keep that in mind. Yeah, I just want to also say that they used every angle of of trying to get votes cheated, including Dominion, and just not in every area. So it's not prevalent in every single area, but they did use every single angle they could. Oh, yeah. What did you say, say when we were talking about it offline one time? I think you said they fired from every angle all the time. Yep. Yep. Right. Exactly right. I, I exactly picture that right. coronavirus thing with those little nipples on it or, or suction cups, you know, yeah. but those are guns pointed toward the center of it. And, yeah, exactly. And, and those are voters like us who want one vote, you know, yeah. one person, one vote. Go ahead, Joe, finish yep. up the blitz. Yep. Uh, Union Department of Justice, Union County man uh, admits the possession of child pornography. Also have a Naples man uh, who uh, with child exploitation crimes involving a 13 year old uh, can never seem to get through uh, a day without uh, seeing multiple of those coming through. But at the same time, they are good to see because these people are getting held accountable. How long? I don't know, but at least they're getting held accountable. Also, man sentenced on uh, 12 years for attempting to purchase a chemical weapon on the dark web using Bitcoin. That's right. <laughs> you heard that, right? Unbelievable. This is a guy out of, uh, what was he, Colum- uh, Columbia, Missouri, pleaded guilty to one count of attempting to acquire a chemical weapon August 4th of 2020. This Jason William Sizer. Unbelievable. Also, uh, Kamala Harris uh, <laughs> returned to Oakland 
she had uh, such a warm, welcoming um, <laughs> return that ah. nobody actually really showed up except for the police. <laughs> I think there was one or two people. I know I don't even see them. And I was in bed. Oh, nope, there's My one. Called me. And I There's one. put a sweat on and came out to see Kamala Harris. I am so excited. This is very special day for me. Very special. Oh, there they are. See them all? One of them. <laughs> right there. That's it. That's all that they, was there. They found the two. <laughs> Literally two people. Nobody cares. Absolutely nobody cares. So just hilarious man, to see the that. The visual difference between that and when Trump goes anywhere is just oh, amazing. Man. You can go to be Piggly Wiggly to buy some, you know, chips and, and French onion dip and and there'll be like flags broken out and all the rest. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I, so I got to ask you this. Trump goes to McDonald's. Have you, met, and- <laughs> have you met have you met a single woman who likes Kamala Harris? No, Nope. I don't care what their their political persuasion is. They all they all despise her. Actually, that short haired black chick down the street that has purple hair likes her. Okay. <laughs> There's one or two around somewhere. So let me move on real quick. U.S. Navy can confirm there was an active shooter incident at Fort uh, Detrick, Maryland, involving U.S. Navy sailors. Um, the U.S. Navy, that's all that they're pretty much uh, stated. This was about seven hours ago. I didn't have a chance to follow up on that, but they did want to did yeah, want to point that out real quick. Out. They took him out at Fort Detrick. The military took him out. The uh, French, as I understand that Frederick police, let them know that he was on his way. Anybody uh, finds information about uh, names on those, please let me know as soon as you that, find those out. That's what we need to see. Department of Justice, another drop. New York uh, City man, an Alabama woman charged with attempting and conspiring to provide material support to ISIS. Unfreaking believable. Another one? This was actually a couple days ago, but I had missed it, so I wanted to bring it up. Uh, also, Department of Justice, uh, defendant sentence for online threats. That's right. The wannabe, wannabe Q, Austin Steinbert, 30, of Chandler, Arizona, was sentenced Tuesday. Um, it says that at the time of sentencing, uh, Steinbert had already served 225 days in prison. Uh, Steinbert, previously guilty to interstate communications with intent to extort, which was a Class E felony. <laughs> Wait, what's the sentence? It's total sentence. Um, it doesn't say a sentence? What the hell? Huh. Just Yeah, it just says that he was previously guilty or pleaded guilty to interstate communications with intent to extort. It was pro- He probably uh, pled out to time served. I'm going to bet. Yep. That's what it sounds like to me as well. But Good. just super, super funny, super interesting. Uh, Gateway Pundit dropped this. Cities will be on fire. Black Lives Matter activist warns. All hell will break loose if Chauvin is not convicted in George Floyd death. I'm not even going to waste the 30 seconds or minute to play this lady's message. But we all knew it was coming, of course. National file Arkansas House overrides governor's veto of the bill banning trans puberty blockers for children. So the major legislature blow dealt uh, to Governor Hutchinson and far left activists in Arkansas. So this was pretty interesting because he he actually uh, signed it and sent it through, but the House override overrid it. So 
at least that's some good news there, right? That we actually have a, a, a decent house that uh, figured that out and sent it back to him. Uh, well, I mean, the Hutchinson is banning uh, the blockers, so or not allowing them to ban blockers. Actually, is what I'm saying. So, I you know, it's a it's a loss for for people who believe in uh, a man and a woman as a family structure. Exactly. No, it's exactly. a game. It's a game. Right? They overrode the veto. They, yeah, they overrode it. Correct. So that means that they're not going to allow um, yeah. treatments and or surgery for transgender youth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I, th- I thought. Yeah, yeah, so they basically told him to, to get lost. So maybe I, I just want to let uh, uh, viewers and listeners know 80% or more of children who uh, indicate that they have a desire to change their sex grow out of it after puberty. So in other words, once the hormones kick in, it seems to be some kind of an equalizing uh, kind of you know mental uh, uh process this process that goes on and what what these people are trying to do and 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 uh uh douglas murray in the uk wrote a great book called the madness of crowds and he takes on the trans community in a couple of chapters uh and he's quite direct about it he basically says that there's no indication that being you know trans is is has anything to do with anything but a kink Okay, and that the trans community is now at odds with the the like the gay and lesbian community because they try to say that their uh, their issue is uh, uh, hardware, right? Like they're 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 made that way. It's not wired. It's not a mental thing that can be changed. It's they're born that way. Yep. And the trans folks are trying to say, no, we're that way. But that, that doesn't square with being gay or lesbian, right? So so there's, there's no, a, yeah, Mark, there's no there's really no making on. sense of it. But uh, I gotta make a uh, top of the hour uh, advertisement and we'll get to uh, some more discussion here uh, after the top of the hour. So if you guys want to get a quick minute and a half break in, you can do that now. Uh, let me get the call-in instructions up on the screen there for you. Uh, so you can, well, you won't be able to see that. I'm going to play uh, Delete the Elite today. Uh, it's been a while since I heard it. So let me get that up for you guys so that you can see it as well. Uh, if I can get a minute and a half of your time for an advertisement, and then we will uh, get to your guys' calls here momentarily. Stand by. The message is to reject the message. No need for their hidden agendas realized by subversion. Or extremist vendettas that target the free. Our weapons are truth that prove highly effective with an impact surpassed only by the span of their reach. The powers that hope to control us will feed on those lost in philosophies devoid of all meaning. Don't be enticed by the divisive self-righteous who deal in deception, suppression, and greed. Flee from the nation of mindless who preach what's been forced down their throat by their peers and their teachers. Run from the depraved, guilty of treason whose roads have been paved by the tricks of their sleeves. When it's real, you can feel it. It appeals to your senses, whether dull or intense, most will tend to agree. We won't leave the blinded behind. We'll shoulder wounded soldiers till it's over, then we'll train them to see. The truth is the future. This beautiful movement makes the gatekeepers useless and their lies obsolete. With fury, we'll fight. 
by the glory of God, will delete the elite and release all their secrets. RiseAttireUSA.com is the official show sponsor of the Brothers Uncensored Show. Check them out when you get time. Put in discount code ABEWAVE, A-B-E-W-A-V-E, and you can get a 10% discount, <clears throat> get some sweet gear, and help support us, help support great patriot companies, and, get, you know, uh, overall get some sweet stuff. So check them out, RiseAttireUSA.com, when you guys get time. All right. Uh, I still have like five articles I wanted to get to, uh, but we will get to calls here right about now. And let me so let me get uh, all the Zoom calling stuff set up here. We'll see what what's uh, on everyone's mind here today. I saw the Texan was first in the queue today, so let's get him in here and see what's going on with him today. Um, and of course, my Zoom window is not cooperating because it never wants to. Uh, but let me get the Texan in here. Looks like Texan's on the road here today. Uh, being safe as always. I hope how are you today, brother? You know, talking about the weather earlier. Hell, man, I guess it's across the nation. It's 85 degrees down here today, too. <laughs> 85 degrees, humid and windy as hell. We got like 40, 45 mile an hour winds. Got that south wind coming off the Gulf. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about, y'all brought up Bill Nye earlier. And that Bill Nye, the asshole guy. If you, <laughs> if you look at that guy, he looks like a walking dick with ears. Okay, and he is. He is a prick. And and I think y'all I think y'all said it a while ago, uh, that uh, you know, he's not even a scientist. He's got a degree in engineering. He's a fake and a fraud. His whole career is, you know, he's nothing but like a paid operative for propaganda. Back in the day when I was a kid like you, I mean, I enjoyed, you know, watching him and I, I saw his shows and did some of his experiments and hey, it was pretty cool. But as he got older, you know, he got into this uh, socialist bullshit. And this dude, if I ever meet him, I'm going to let him have it. And I mean it. And here's why. There's a man, a good man. His name is Ken Ham. K-E-N-H-A-M. He built a museum, a replica of Noah's Ark in Kentucky. Maybe you're familiar with it. Oh. They got a lot of coverage at one time. Do you, do you know about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I went by the... Okay. Well, he... A week ago or two. Okay. Well, Ken Ham invited uh, Bill Nye because he was talking all kinds of shit about Ken Ham building that that museum. And uh, he was talking all kinds of shit. So Ken Ham invited him to have an intellectual discussion that was, you know, recorded. There's video of it on YouTube. You can find it. And uh, Bill Nye was a arrogant, mean piece of shit to this dude. This guy was polite as could be and was trying to explain, you know, uh, creation and Noah's Ark and, and the Great Flood. And Bill Nye, man, just with all his pseudoscience bullshit and his global warming crap started ripping into Ken Ham. I don't know how Ken put up with that shit, to be honest with you. But he walked the dude through the whole place and the whole time Ken Ham was, you know, just Oh my, I mean, uh, uh, Bill Nye was just an asshole to Ken Ham. You, you gotta see it, man. This was filmed, uh, some years ago. The dude's oh, an man. asshole, man. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, man. And it's, you know, there's some people saying he's kind of just puppeting what is, uh, what his community is telling him, but I'm sick and tired of hearing people not have a backbone and stand up for themselves and stand up for their research. That's what drives me nuts about guys like him. That that's it right there. Yeah. 
You can't use that excuse. Oh, his constituency wants it. He's a sellout. He's a fake. He's a poser. Yep. He's a fake and a fraud. Just like Fauci. You know? <laughs> and, yeah, and, yeah, and just almost, like Fauci. And, and everybody that you knew like that when you were a kid, you know, the kid that, that you just couldn't stand, no one could stand them because they always ratted you out and they were always trying to make themselves look better at your expense, but they had no capability, whether it was intellectual, athletic or whatever, they always blame stuff on someone else, right? It's always their yeah. fault, their fault or their fault. They never took ownership of anything. Yep. Well, I'll tell you what, man, I, I could not believe, you know, Kim Ham is a very ken ham is a very very educated and smart guy i think he's more of a scientist than uh bill nye is and it, it was just he's your typical liberal screaming in your face asshole like i said he's a dick with ears if you look at him that's what he looks like and that's how yeah anyway too. i'm probably not gonna have a I'm, I'm probably not gonna have a signal much longer i'm heading up to oklahoma mark good to see you again sorry i didn't have any uh questions for you today but man keep That's doing not, what you're doing yeah, I'll be keep back up in the... two weeks, man think them up yeah. uh i've got as you know i got a lot of family down there so keep on trucking baby well you you got i'll see y'all tomorrow and i'll see you down the road take care of yourself all right well, be safe take care tax and good to hear from your brother be safe back at you joe Appreciate the text, and as always, uh, always uh, says what's on his mind. That's what I love about him. Fantahun Gurma Walden Senbet is the shooter, uh, Petty Officer 4, I think, in the Navy. Uh, stopped at a gate, uh, ran through the gate, and then shot somebody. Uh, so apparently tried to break into the to the base. That, not recommended, by the way, for anyone out there that uh, wants to test uh, their uh, their Superman skills. That's not recommended. He also says equals John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Maybe he's trying to give me a, a nationality on that front. <clears throat> uh, but I would I would like to see also maybe there's any kind of uh, political affiliation or or uh, Antifa slash white supremacist. Pick one. Um, but we'll wait for the media to to spin that narrative, and then we'll have the truth come out later. A uh, couple callers in. All right, good to see you. Uh, stand by, guys. We'll appreciate you guys. Um, I will try to get to, to these as quick as possible. In the meantime, I got 719 here joining us. Can I get a name for you, please? 719, you're on the air. What's your uh, What's your name, please? Hi, yes. Um, This is Texas Bear. Oh, hey, what's up, Texas Bear? Hey, how's it going, Texas Bear? Okay, okay. Hey, check this out. Uh, last time when I talked or called you on the phone, I asked uh, Joe a certain question. You've got three choices, Abe, okay? Three choices. Glorful fight, time frame, or color by question. Say the three again. Time. Okay. Time frame, color by question, or glorful fight. I I I don't understand the question. I go glorified okay. fight. Question is pick three topics because I'm the porn guy. Remember, I was shot in the head thirteen years ago. So I'm going to read a one minute poem and I've got 
three of them up here. Oh, okay. Time frame. Uh, the Time glorified fight. fight. Glorified fight for sure. Definitely. I'm with Joe on that front. Okay. Glor- glorified fight. All right. Let me pull. Ah. Uh, okay. Here we go. Now, check this out. Now, this is September 6, 2020. Glorified fight. The lives we lead each and every day shows us truth. There is another way. A way to unite and rekindle God's love. Look left, then right. Eh, he's up above. Watching and helping in our lives fight. Be good to one another. Stop the fight. The fight has lost all its glory. Looking at its past, we all have a story. Where were you on this particular day? Was it October? Or was it the month of May? All do know what happened that week. And you know what I'm talking about. All do know what happened that week. Be strong, no truth. Massage the meat. We want to live and forget the past? That's the question. We want to live and forget the past? Though the future comes, will we last? Last to be in society's realm, a ship has a captain at the helm. Steer through the storm, please persist. Waves kissing the shore, don't resist. We have a chance to live life's plan. First, not last, please take a stand. Stand for freedom, peace, and love. Fighters don't fight with just one blood. Okay, so what I'm what I'm going to tell you is, and that's that's glorful fight, and and I wrote that uh, September 6, twenty twenty, and anybody in the chat, and Joe, Abe, anybody in the chat, give me ten words. Ten words. It could be uh, hampers, earbuds, uh, shorts, uh, legs, eyes, head, blah, 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 whatever. But guess what? Give me ten words. And my email address is amiracle, A-M-I-R-A-C-L-E, 47 at gmail.com. Give me ten words. And I will write a poem, and then I will actually state the poem on air with you guys. The thing is, the one that you chose out of the three time frame, uh, it was time frame, glorified fight, and color by question. Now, color by question is pretty fucking awesome. But the one that you actually chose, it, it goes to what we're, I mean, stand for freedom, peace, and love. Fighters don't fight with just one glove. No, we got to put, we got to put both gloves on. I mean, and for some reason, and I ask you, Abe, not Joe, because last time I called, 
I asked Joe to, you know, pick a title, whatever. But, dude, we got to hem up. I'm sorry. And it's not, it's not violence. It's not, no, no racism, nothing like that. Dude, Jones is, is a good person. Um, hopefully he can get more people um, into this quote unquote, and I'll say it quote unquote sex. But I mean, and I, every time I call, and I might do it two or three times a week, but each time I call, I'm going to read a point. The thing is, the weird thing is, I was shot in the head 13 years ago, 40 caliber above the left ear, out the right cheek. So, I mean, I write poems and anybody, anybody, um, Ivanka, Gary, Stax, um, you know, 412, Methods, Redfield, the Yildiz, whoever, 5x5, PSB, whoever. They call me or email me, amiracle47 at gmail.com. Give me 10 words. Thanks, bro. I appreciate you very yeah, much, man. Absolutely, absolutely love that. Just real quick, again, the email is amiracle. Amiracle47 at gmail.com. Amiracle47. A-M-I-R-A-C-L-E. Yeah, Amiracle47 at gmail.com. Thanks, bro. I I got a couple more callers that I want to hop to. I really appreciate you, Texas. We'll get that to you. And and awesome poem. Thanks, bro. All right. You got it. All right. Bye. Appreciate it, Texas. Much love, brother. Appreciate him. I I love his uh, – the last poem he read was pretty awesome, too. You got to love the talent that, that people have, man. It's amazing. Man, absolutely. Absolutely. And I wish I, I wish I would have had, like, some kind of a journal or even, you know, poems written from a year ago or two years ago or when I started this journey. Right. Oh, man, that'd be pretty epic. Uh, we got Norm in the house. Uh, Norm, if you can hear me, uh, I just need you to unmute there and uh, let me know what's on your mind, brother. Yep. I just unmuted. Can you hear me, man? Five by five. All right. Well, no, I, I like your show. I usually listen to it in the background when I'm working, and I don't get a chance to participate in the chat or call in. But I had a meeting rescheduled, so I decided to call in because I I saw Do out in the chat, due diligence, um, ask if I was in the <laughs> going to be calling in. So Nice. Good to hear from so, you, man. I appreciate that very much. What's on your mind today? Yeah, well, I um, what the Texan was saying about Bill Nye, I remember when he did that, what he was talking about, and right after um, he had, I think he had like a, what was that, on Netscape, or Netflix, I mean, um, he had a show that was extremely woke, and I saw him in the bar, and my girlfriend He's like, don't approach him because I wanted to like just tell him off about like right how much of how much of um, a weirdo I thought he was, but yeah. So I I wanted a second uh, the text on on that right there. Also want to do a shout out to all my friends in the chat. I'm Hang Ten Alien Surfer in the chat. I I was gonna say because um, first off I I took a, took a peek at your guys' show the other day. 
And uh, of course, you, you know, you were inside, so I didn't notice you right away. But um, when you started mentioning do and other people, I kind of had a feeling. So yes, Hank 10 alien surfer. Good to have you aboard, brother. Yeah, I caught some of that too. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, wow. Yeah, that was a, uh, you're talking about the three beer men. Yes, yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks for watching. That was a, uh, that was quite a show. Yeah, I'm still recovering because that was only <laughs> supposed to be an hour show. It ended up being uh, four hours. And then due diligence, like I said, come over to my stream. And that was an extra five hours that I think I hung out for half of that. <laughs> so it's pretty crazy night that night. Yeah, you guys like to do those those long streams. And by the way, due diligence uh, is going to be on our show this Friday. So don't uh, don't forget that and don't miss that. That'll be fun. Well, it's not that we'd like to do the long streams. It's just whenever I end up with a, either due door, diligence or J-Bell or both of them, the streams end up be eight, like eight hours. And um <laughs> I'm going to try to cut back on that a little bit. But oh, our, no. our system, but. I totally get it because, I mean, Abe and I, every time Abe and I do a show, it's like, holy cow, that two hours just flew by. I mean, it literally does. You have no idea how fast it goes when you're, when you're on air. Yeah, well, especially when everybody's um, drinking. <laughs> yeah, that, that too, right? After, after about like an hour of the show. <laughs> yeah. And it ends up to be like a bar conversation. So I don't know. <laughs> it does. It does. Those are always fun conversations, though, man. But yeah, it was crazy. Uncle Vanka was Kermit the Frog. We had Canadian Patriot 17 in there with a mask. It was. That was a crazy show. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I actually met Canadian Patriot 17 on um, Ear Candy show a while ago. And um, we we happened to both call in at the same time. And that's how I ended up meeting him. And I know he had at that time, I think he had just started a D live, uh, a D live account. Uh, I believe he's on D live, isn't he? Yeah, he's on D live. I, yeah, I met him and Bruce in a waiting room. I think it was for Brad or it might've been for Craig and, and they had just met and they're like, Hey, why don't we do a show? So I was actually there. When they, that's they perfect. Decided. And that's the other thing is we met Bruce uh, Q Wayne and DC, me and Abe did. So uh, we consider him a good friend. So that's, that's exactly why I tuned into you guys in the first place is because of Bruce Q Wayne. Oh yeah. Well, and uh, we, we met in Joey's chat. And we decided to do a show. So it's amazing how many shows are evolving from this, these shows. Because, like I said, I was there when Canadian Patriot 17 started with Bruce Wayne just out of a chat from a waiting room. Yep. And then and it was uh, Bruce said, hey, I want to do a show about beer. And I called up Bruce because I had his number. I said, well, I, I used to do a show about beer and I want to start one with back up. And then we called cosmic grandpa and that's how the whole thing started so mm, beer miguel california yeah. in the house good to see you bro hey it's hey, i can't wait to have miguel on we got miguel on on the 22nd of april uh much love bro all the all the work you did man on twitter i got a lot of love for you bro i'm looking forward to having a conversation with you yeah and he had his uh debut show last night miguel california did an awesome job on his show last night as well take that's back, what's great about about this community man take back the culture growing yeah, it just keeps growing and it just keeps getting more and more uh, different 
options and, and opinions and great content all the way around on the foxhole for sure. Yep. And I, I love to be part of it. I've been, you know, it seems like everybody asked me how I was red pilled. I was like, I, I don't think I was never unread pilled. So I've been calling this stuff for years. And it's great to see so many other people you know, waking up and opening up their eyes and seeing what's around all the corruption and all the lies and all that. So. And it's good to have a family basically of, of like-minded people that are all in the same, you know, category more or less. And that uh, we, you know, we see people jump from stream to stream in the chats and everybody, you know, pumps everybody else up. The community is strong and it's growing. And I absolutely love the foxhole. Yeah. What, what, what to do uh, diligence tell me the other is like fox jumping. Fox hopping is the fox Fox hopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. That was coined by our our good friend Neo out there, who uh, we've been on her show as well, and another great content provider. That's that's just it, man. All kinds of great content all the way around. Oh man, thank you for the for the uh, donation, man. I have my first ever. That is awesome. Thank you very kindly for that, and also thank you to. to Michael, God bless you, and J-Bell, uh, thank you all very kindly. Appreciate that. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you got that. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I just wanted to say hi. And uh, just because I'm not in the chat much, it's only because you, you guys come on when I'm working. and But I am listening to you in the in the background. So Appreciate it. Hang 10, Alien Surfer. Make sure you guys go check him out with Three Beer Men. Uh, now, that is uh, just once a week right now, right? Yeah, it's 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 hard for us all to schedule a time because um, you know we all work well. Both Bruce and Grandpa own businesses, and Bruce's business is like taking care of animals. So, yep. And and they're both on the East Coast, and I'm on the West Coast, and wow. so it's 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 even hard to get that um, time slot for all three of us. So I don't know if we're going to be doing more than one. But um, I think I'm going to be a regular on uh, J Bell's Saturday show. Um, not sure. And she's but another one that's a great patriot and just started doing a stream as well. J Bell uh, out there in D Live and out there in chat all the time as well. Yeah, I'm not sure if I saw her out there now. I know Dew is out there. But... And I, I appear um, on Beers and Bros every now and then with due diligence. So. Awesome, yep. brother. Well, I definitely appreciate the call. Any last uh, last words before we uh, skip on to the next caller? No, I, I got to get back to work, so go ahead and get to the next caller. Appreciate it, Norm. Have a good one, brother. All right, bye. Much love. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. Yep. Daddy Crab's in the house. Um, I got a couple other articles, too, while we get uh, Daddy Crab unmuted here that I wanted to bring up. DOJ has quietly acknowledged there is no sedition at the U.S. Capitol. Media hyperbole, I said it right, yes, was the root cause of the fabricating crimes that didn't exist. Uh, So the DOJ has um, basically, uh, let's see here, what does it say? Many of the trials for individuals involved in the Capitol riot of January 6th have started, and much to the chagrin of liberals everywhere, the charges these folks are facing aren't quite as serious as we were all led to believe. 
In fact, the Justice Department has now said that the body of evidence in these cases is not as in, as damaging as it was previously thought to be. Big surprise. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Any comment there, Mark? <laughs> it was a lot of, I just got caught up in the moment testimony. Yeah. Like, seriously. You saw it. We saw the video. The only people there that looked like they had some ill intent were the folks that were associated with Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Everybody else was just like, holy cow, we're in the Capitol. Pretty much. We've got Daddy Crab in the house. Good to hear you from you, brother. How are you today? Hey, Abe, can you hear me okay? Five by five. Five by five. Daddy Crab, what's on your mind today, brother? Oh, not too much. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing well, Daddy. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Hey, this weekend, this past weekend was a big weekend, you know, and uh, that movie Crucifixion came out. It was with uh, Roma Downey. Oh, that's right. I did. How did you get a chance to see it? Is it in theaters or is it live stream? It was on Discovery Plus. Okay. So I had to basically uh, get one of those temporary subscriptions yeah. so I could watch it. Because you know that you know it's not going to be out there where you know it's readily available, you know, to grab. But but uh, you know, one thing I took away from that movie was, uh, I guess this is the way you say his name, uh, Pontus Pilate. He was the one that presided over the trial of Jesus and ordered his crucifixion. And after it was all said and done, he said, what, what will we do with, the, with his believers? You know, I guess, it, I guess it just wasn't enough, uh, you know, for the crucifixion. But then we had, then there was all these believers that were left behind. That was the question he asked. Hmm. I think so, I see where you're going with that. Pardon? I think I see where you're going with that. Well, yeah, I want to fast forward to, you know, where we are right now. You know, Trump was in office. You know, Trump's not, Trump's not a messiah. You know, he's, he's a man just like the rest of us are, you know. But, I mean, he, 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 uh, he, he really fractured the deep state. He called out people by name and they had to get rid of them and they had to steal the election to do it. Okay. So, you know, I guess you can kind of think about, well, is he still really the president or is he not the president? Is Biden, you know, the real deal or not? I mean, I think most of us believe that Biden is not the real deal. So, so Trump's out. He's in Florida. And now all now what's left behind is all the MAGA supporters. And they don't know what to do with us. They ran us off of Twitter, ran us off of Facebook. Uh, they're, you know, shutting down bank accounts, trying to shut us down, shut down your channel. I'm sure they I'm sure if they could figure out a way to do it, they would. 
No, they're working very hard at doing it on YouTube. I'm almost, I'm on one strike away from being done. There you go. So they're trying to shut us up, trying to shut down the message. And if you, and if you apply it to what's going on with, with Christians, mainly Christians, you know, you can't go to church. They want to shut us down. They don't want us singing. They don't want us near each other. They don't want us happy. They don't want us doing anything except sitting at home, twiddling our thumbs and, you know, be a prisoner essentially. But it was just, you know, that was, that's kind of how I applied then, you know, to, you know, fast forwarding to today. And here we are, all these MAGA supporters, all of these Christians, you know, the, the Christians that are, that walk the earth right now are, there, there's so many of us and, and they can't, they can't shut us all down. I mean, they would love to. So, you know, Christ was powerful. And, uh, you know, he paid, he paid the ultimate price. But he also rose again. And that's kind of what I hope for us. What I hope for this country is that we rise again. And we stand up. And say, you know, enough is enough. You're not taking any more. You're not taking any more of this country, our spirit, our freedom, and so on. Really well said, so, man. I appreciate yeah, those so, thoughts. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. And, uh, you know, I'm not a Bible thumper, but I'm a believer. And I, and I try to read when I can, and I try to, you know, keep some discernment, pay attention and see what's going on. And, you know, what's funny about the Bible is things that are written then are happening now. You can apply something that was written in that Bible 2000 years ago or 1500 years ago. And you can apply it right now to, to exactly what's going on. So what that tells me is, is people really haven't changed much in 2000 years or since Christ was crucified, essentially, you know, the thievery, the lying, the slandering, this, you know, all of it. it, it's all happening. Didn't Christ say that, 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 um, I forget. Um, so my faith tradition is I'm, I'm an Eastern Orthodox, Russian Orthodox. So we, uh, uh, we came from a peasant kind of oral uh, musical kind of background because people couldn't read. And so our, our quoting of scripture is a little different, but there, there was a time when I think someone was talking to Jesus about basically, you know, when we're, uh, you know, when will, there be like perfection on earth and his point was there there is no perfection on earth the only way to perfection is through me to the father and that there will always be evil daddy like and i remember priests in our church preaching this because people would be like 
struggling with how could someone have done this to me or whatever. And our priest would say to us, there's always going to be evil. If you're thinking there's not going to be evil, you're going to drive yourself crazy. You've just got to do what you can to stay away from it and not, not do evil and also be a witness to Christ through the way you act in your life. But, but your point is that human nature doesn't change. And, and I don't think it does. I mean, the, the things you hear about going on back then, they're going on now. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, you look at, yeah, just sex trafficking and pedophilia and things like that. They, they talked about those back then. I always love, they, they, um, I always love Thumper Rose's comments. She said, mankind is the same. Vice versus virtue is the same. Power control with fear is the same. But fear takes ignorance to keep. We will not destroy evil. We can just take its power in our lives. That is so well said. God bless you, Thumper Rose. Thank you for that. Yeah, I saw. I was just gonna say one more thing. I don't want to. I don't want to tie up your line too long, but you know, there's a part in the Bible where it talks about. I believe Jesus said this that that after the crucifixion, that all the rest of us that never got to witness what the disciples and other people witnessed, that we would walk by faith and not by sight. So. And the thing about it that really baffles me is Jesus got in the flesh, but they were, they were discounting him as, you know, like witchcraft or whatever things they were saying about him. And they couldn't, they couldn't put two and two together. And they were believing they were, they were believing that God is God by himself God the Spirit. But the part about you know God being a man, they just could not they, they just could not get past that. So here we are, here we are, you know, in 2021, and we are believers in by faith. And we haven't even seen Jesus. And we haven't seen God either. So th- this is this is where we are right now. The, the could, you, could you imagine being there when Christ was resurrected? But there are also the stories about the tombs opening up and martyrs and holy people literally walking, you know, just walking out like, hey, I'm back. Right. And it's th- what you're saying is extremely poignant. You know, it's kind of like the uh, doubting Thomas kind of thing, right? You know, put your finger here. Uh, right. Uh, you know, it, it takes, I think it takes a, a different kind of faith uh, in uh, mental process to, to have that faith when you haven't seen any of that evidence, right? But it's been right. passed down through our Christian tradition for thousands of years now, right? It's a, it's a, yes, it's a miraculous, it's a miraculous thing. Well, what's also interesting is, is after the crucifixion and after uh, the resurrection, he reappeared once more to reveal himself, to prove that he was 
you know, he was he was going to be in heaven with the Father. It yeah, wasn't. I, it, I love I love that road to Emmaus story, right? Where he's walking, right. who have no idea who he is, right? Until they figured it out afterwards. Imagine that. It right. Chills down my spine. <laughs> And start calling this segment Deep Thoughts with Daddy Crab. Man, do I appreciate those thoughts so much. Thank you, Daddy Crab. Much love. Hey, Daddy yeah. Crab. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, hey, uh, hey, you guys. Here's a Frederick Douglass quote that I ran across this week that was pretty interesting. The limits of tyrants are prescribed by the tolerance of those they oppress. So in other words, if you put up with it, you're going to get what you put up with. If you say no, like with masks and all the rest, it's amazing how fast people back down. August 30th, yes, that, 1857. Yes, and that was that's what I was m- mentioning earlier as yes. well. It's time to stand up, stand, you know, and stop doing this. No more. No more. Exactly right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Awesome, Daddy Crab. Thanks for the call, brother. Appreciate it. God bless, man. You guys take care. Bye-bye. Too, brother. Appreciate you. God bless you, brother. Thank you for those thoughts. Look at look at who we have here. Look at him. Look at him. Michael Beattie in the house. Miguel, California. God bless. God bless Which you, brother. Thanks for, thanks for joining us, man. Special effects. <laughs> My pleasure, man. So happy to be here. Seriously. Man, oh, Michael, we... It's- Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> we both are like, I want to say hi. No, I want to say hi. Michael, I've been following you for so long. I can't even tell you how long I've been following you. We reached out to you uh, a couple days ago and uh, wanted like, to have Hell you. yeah, I'm in. I'm down One in, of the man, best anytime. voices on the internet. Uh, yeah. Mark, thank you. God bless you guys. I'm so fired up, man. I love the Foxhole family, dude. It's like, it's a reuniting. I haven't seen anybody since January, right? Since I got 86. So it's it's awesome. And so I've... Amy's like, we should jump in. I'm like, well, I'm going to be on their show next week. I don't want to over, you know, but this is the cool thing about Foxhole, man. People like the, the cross. It's just crazy. I love it, man. I, oh, it's, I mean, I just came in to say hi. I don't want to take over the show. They can't, say, hey, they can't up? stop us, man. And, and you know, all of the fighting you did, man. I, I mean, you were, you are one serious soldier, my friend. I got, I got a ton of respect for you, man. Uh, I don't know how to take that compliment, but thank you, bro. We're all warriors, bro. We're all fighting. I, I appreciate that, man. But I just, I'm so happy to be here. And I, I thank God for methods and what you guys are doing. And Hell yeah. I'm just, I'm going down everything, trying to check, check everybody out. And so uh, I knew you guys, but, uh, Plus Amy, I, I love Amy, so it's yeah. Pleasure so tell me about uh, tell me about the goals of your show, man. What do you plan? What do you hope to accomplish? Well, they, uh, you know, everyone's like, "Hey, man, uh, after the election, what are you going to do, man? Your whole life's over." But it's like, really, dude? I'm like, I sang in metal bands. I was a worship guy. It's like the spirit Red of MAGA Red. fell over me right a year and a half ago, and so I started writing for like a hundred tunes in a year, dude. I was like doing infomercials for America and for God, and I don't know why I'm doing this, but. Um, I started writing songs, cool. right? I didn't know how to make Very videos. Cool. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know how to make videos. And so it's like God poured out all this stuff, like all this music. I'm giving away free. I don't want any money. So whatever. So then what are you going to do after? You know, it's like, okay, I don't know. So I started writing. I went to DC and that changed everything. And then my mm-hmm. whole role now is like exhorting the saints, bro. I'm, I'm, uh, it's, it's a, re- it's an hour reminder of how great America is and how great its people are. And, um, 
Nothing's going to stop us. They're afraid of us. That's why they keep ramping it up. We're the real resistance, bro. We're, we're All right. So I got I got to ask, and I was going to ask this when you were on uh, coming up, but give me a brief description of January 6th and what it was like to be there um, prior to uh, the hell that kind of broke loose there. What What was your what was the feel like when you were there January 6th? Um, God, it's quick. I'll make this a one minute story. I, there <laughs> I are worship. There are prophetic Christian people on Twitter were on Twitter and they would drop DMS to me because they, they knew that I used to play in the church or whatever, you know, the church is full of wounded people. And it's like, I would write these songs and they're like, there's an anointing on you, brother. All these people. And I used to watch Andrea Joy on her scopes, and I thought, this woman's cool. This chick's on fire. I could be a friend with her. But I never talked to these people. And then I said I was going to D.C., and the the woman that worked for David J. Harris Media, Kara Donovan, did a whole article. Michael Brady's the soundtrack of the Trump. I'm like, what the fuck? Wait, wait a second. Right? So I was, like, tripping out. And my wife goes, don't make any plans for D.C. I'm just get- My plan was take my guitar, walk around like a clown, stand on the street corner and play. That was my thing. Me and my bro. Troubadour. Yeah, kind of the minstrels roaming. Right. Like, ah, that guy sucks. Right? But it's like, I'm standing on the corner. I don't care. Whatever. So that was my thing. So God was calling me and my thing. Right? My wife's like, you got to go. And my wife's never like that. And I'm like, I never wear a mask. But I'm like shit i'll wear a mask you know on the plane but once we got there it was all you know whatever so andrea joy reaches out to me in dm from dallas from uh san antonio are you going to because i can't go with my husband can can i march with you and all these christian people are like can i march with you and i'm like yeah man because for me it was like peter paul and mary at the mlk right in, mm. in the 60s because yeah. i grew up that's why i started learning to play guitar folk music and whatever their political views were but that was a historic moment them playing on the steps and uh, I, I reckoned it to that. I thought it's not a, it's not about being there. It's about marching together in unity. So to me, it was a whole spiritual thing. It was like a reawakening. Okay. Is the That's, story over yet? No, it's not over yet. Okay. So perfect. I get there, uh, I get there early. One minute. I get. What's that? What's that, Mark? You said one minute. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, well, no, that's, see, this dude. is my fault because yeah. this isn't a I fair know, question dude. to ask him and try to describe it in a minute. Right. But I've loved where he's gone so far. Go ahead. Michael Beatty will be canceling his appearance because he has nothing else to say. Yeah, that'll never happen. But <laughs> but anyway, so I go in there and, and, and I go, I get there a day early and I meet Andrea. My brother's with me. And then uh, I go, there's this woman for Trump, Virginia, at the Supreme Court. And I go, oh, I'll go play over there. And, and, and behind it, I, I didn't know it was behind the Capitol, right? Right behind. It. I had no idea. I'd never been there. So I go to the Capitol. I'm playing some tunes. I'm like, hey, roll some tape. We're in front of the Trump Hotel singing Keep America Great. Just silly stuff. And so I'm in awe of all the architecture. So I get there, and I wanted to go because the, uh, Joseph Flynn is speaking and um, Roger Stone. So I go, I want to go over there. And so I get there, and I hear this, Sovereign Dean, Sovereign Dean. I go, oh, it's Alex Jones. I go, I'm going to go over there and just play on the corner, right? So uh, the Fox business guy, Peter, when he comes up to me. Yeah, no, 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 the uh, finance guy. Yeah, I can't remember oh, his name. Oh, oh. He comes up to me. It's like, hey. And then I'm playing, and the Flynn's come up to me, and they're like, California. And they give me a hug. I'm like, ah, oh, I can go home now. This is like peak, right? I'm like, Damn. we love you. We love your music. And, and they give me a hug and take a picture. And. And I'm like to my brother and Andrea, I'm like, are you guys rolling tape? They're like, no. I'm like, hey, thanks. <laughs> so I got I got a picture of it. So that I was like Scott Hyatt. But anyway, that night at the hotel, we took over the Grand Hyatt. All these Cloud Hub people and all uh, Julie Lavender, Lisa Perna, all these Christian people. And I'm like, OK. And so we gathered and we prayed. man. 
and people were coming up. There was like a whole prayer meeting in the lobby of the Grand High. It's like, what the hell? Awesome. And that was the night of the Georgia election, right? So we knew what was going to happen. It's like, oh, the Republicans are winning, and oh, they lost. Oh, that was such a close call. Anyway, so the next day, right? So we go out, we go march, and uh, we stood there, 20, whatever, 20 degrees. The weather's freezing, and we're like, you know, I'm right in front of the, we didn't get in the park. We're way back by the monument, and people are from every state, dude. It was the most beautiful thing, and they're all around us, and they're like, it's 30 degrees, and the wind's blowing, and and, and we're like, okay, it's normal. If Trump's late, there's a flight problem. The White House is right there, bro. It's like, why is he an hour late? There's some shit going down. We know there's something going down. And we're like, well, what could be happening? We're like, what if we took over the Capitol? What if we didn't? Do-? And we literally all had these conversations. We're like, if we did, there'd be like 300 mega slaughtered. But, you know, hey, we'd set up GoFundMe pages and uh, they'd be their heroes. Right? <laughs> we're just talking scenarios because we're people that don't live here. that came from another state that are freezing their ass off. For like four hours. It so was Trump cold. spoke and it was kind of, he was, it wasn't like the normal, he was repeating stuff. And so we're like, this is kind of weird. And he keeps going on and on and on. So we're like, screw it. We're marching, right? Right when he's done. So I'm rolling GoPros. I got footage, man. And we marched and we marched and we heard flash bombs going off. But what I found out, shit was happening way before we, the speech even ended. So I'm on the, I'm on the thing. People are jumping over the fence, get onto the grass. And I think I'm, I got what, 30 seconds left. Sorry. Yeah, let's cut. You want me to keep going? I'm almost done. No, no, you're good. You're good. So we go over there, and I'm like, "This is crazy." There was like National Guard helping people over the fence and shit. I was like, "Are they Antifa? I don't know." But reviewing my footage, there's Antifa everywhere, dude. This guy's with Guy Fox masks in front of me. I made a music video. I'm like, "Dude, you're right," but you're so caught up in the moment. So halfway through the march, we're like, "Oh, Mike Pence, a friggin' traitor, dude. He voted this down." And then when we got there, people were like. Oh, Mitch McConnell said this. And people were pissed. Not we're going to kill people pissed because no one has weapons. We're just like marching. And so we get up to the Capitol and there's this huge California flag. And I'm going, what? My people are here. It was like Les Mis, dude. (laughs) And I get up there and it's like 30 Chinese Americans from Orange County. I'm like, my people. It was old people, young people. There were people praying. There were picnics. There was blankets laid out on the grass. And I'm like. I call into my friend, Brendan Dilley. I'm like, dude, this is crazy. And I forget the time change. He's like, dude, I'm still on the air. You want to come on? I'm like, okay. So I did like an hour and a half broadcast, but they jammed our internet. We couldn't upload shit. We yep. couldn't put videos. And Dilly's like, dude, they're building the narrative right now that you're terrorists. And we're like, oh. I go, okay, I'm going to get off the phone. I'm going to start interviewing people. So I went out and started interviewing old ladies, everybody. And people are like, this is our house. We pay for it. They are not the king. There are uh, representatives, man, and people are one of blood. Now you say blood, oh, domestic terrorist code word. But now I've never seen it flip so quick that we were singing the national anthem. I put it on my music video in the lobby, everyone singing to the next day, walking back to the hotel where it's like, you guys are terrorists and you need to get the hell out of the town. So the cabs, but people that were had flights were missing it because they weren't they weren't showing up. They weren't letting them in the. Man, good stuff. Spiritual, spiritual I can't awakening, wait. bro. It was, I could talk it was. 10 hours on it. I know. So I know. Much I same here. Say, but we will. It's so here. exciting. We will it's talk so about exciting, it. 22 dude. March. I'll, you're going to be back. I'll let nobody talk shit about January 6th ever, dude. Yeah, I'll man. Exactly. The day I'm dying. That's, that's exactly. our job. 22 I March. I appreciate it, Michael. 22 March. We're going to have uh, Michael Beatty, Miguel, California, coming to hang out with us for a foxhole Thursday, I think it is, for that one. But I can't wait, bro. I appreciate you very much. And, uh, man, it's going to be fun. Take care. God bless you guys. Thank you. Love your show, man. Love Appreciate it. Much love, Michael. Have a good one, brother.
Awesome. Yeah, man, that, that, that whole January 6th, like you said, um, just a spiritual awakening. That's all I can say. I can say a lot more, but. And, and I will tell you that my volunteer coordinator, Bob Nicholson is an associate pastor and assistant pastor at a church out in, uh, uh, East, East of Columbus. And he arranged three buses to go. And awesome. he's very clear about the fact that it was a spiritual kind of event and that nothing untoward, nothing anti, it, it was almost like an old fashioned, it, it, as I hear him talk about it, and he talks about it all the time. It was like an old fashioned tent revival kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know how you have an insurrection without weapons. That's all I'll say. Yeah, no weapons found at all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 910, can I get you to unmute and you can join us uh, for the last call of the day. You got about uh, three minutes if I can if I can make it quick for you. I think it's uh, star, uh, 910, if you can hear me, it's, it's uh, star six to unmute your phone. Uh, there you go. There we go. Uh, can I get your name, please? Hey, fellas, what's going on? Uh, Mr. W. Mr. Mr. W. w, what's on your mind yeah. today, brother? Um, I, I'm a retired Marine, former security contractor, and um, I was in D.C. on that one day, if you know, in November. Yep. And, um, well, we, I do another show, and we got taken off everything after that day because we were debunking the news live on the air with the saying there, the fires are breaking in, you know, uh, beating up the police and all that. We had footage, we had everything. And then our guy on the ground has disappeared since then. Wow. So I'm just put out a word. If anybody knows. Like, like his missing person. Yeah. He's gone. So we're still trying to catch up with him. He last he seen you was interviewing Buffalo man and then disappeared after that. So it ha- so he disappeared there, not yeah. after. Yeah, because uh, we found out they were using cell phone. Uh, um, they were blocking signals. Jammers. We were doing the. Yeah, well, because we we were we were carrying. Uh, have you heard of the Hack RF? It's a mm-hmm. radio hack device. Yeah, we were using that to try to. We pinpointed them, and then they they took off on us. And some of them were dressed as Proud Boys, and then. That's when half of us went one way and the other half went the other way. And that's when we lost contact with our guy. So he used to, he used to listen to you guys and we're putting the word out to him that uh, hit us back up. Roger that. I appreciate that. And, um, you know, anything I can do to get the message out, if, if you can get me more information at uh, my email, um, Alan at uncensoredabe.com, I can uh, do what I can to, uh, to contact some people to see if I can get any help with that as well. Will do. And you guys keep, Keep on fighting because I finally found you on Foxhole. I'm glad to find you guys again. It's been a while. Hell yeah, awesome, man. I appreciate you, man. Please do call back uh, more often, man. All right, you guys have a blessed. Semper Fox. You too, Mr. Brother. W. Thank oh, you, brother. Right, bro. Awesome. Love it. Awesome. Good stuff. Uh, Mark, uh, we, we didn't get a whole lot of time to talk in the second half, but that's all right. Uh, you know, it's always good just to kind of hear from the people sometimes. The last couple of things that I had that I wanted to get covered today. Uh, France investigating secret restaurants for Paris's elite. Uh, same, same thing as Governor Newsom. Same crap going on there. Uh, there's. I'll see if I can get that one up for later. All uh, around the world. 
like that. Exactly. Yep. Just the elites can celebrate and have uh, wonderful meals, and and it just makes me wonder what else is in these restaurants it's too. Worse. It's worse elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, in Re and Alex Jones versus uh, DOJ. Actually, I don't know the name of the case exactly, but Alex Jones has a as a uh, uh, free speech case that could go up to the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, and so I'm kind of watching this closely. I'm going to listen to this tonight, but I wanted to get, for those of you that might be interested in this case, I know there are many of you out there that love getting involved with uh, Supreme Court cases with me. We kind of do some dig and kind of give you guys some summaries. There's the link for this. Check this out when you get time. There's no such thing as hate speech, only hateful censors. Uh, this uh, Alex Jones case could end up going to the Supreme Court for and uh, helping us with free speech and the rest. So I'm watching that one for you guys. Um, DOJ quietly acknowledges there was no, no sedition at the Capitol. We got that one covered. Uh, former U.S. envoy calling for nuanced diplomacy in Nigeria. Did you? Did, did those of you know uh, that watch the show out here know that I I've covered Boko Haram as much as I can, uh, Al Qaeda in 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 Africa, um, and what's been happening over there as much as possible to kind of keep keep an eye on it because we have apparently. Uh, a, f- a pretty significant army and uh, intelligence services in Nigeria. Did you also know that we are now doing nation building in Nigeria? Hmm. Nigeria or Niger? Uh, this is uh, 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 Nigeria. Okay, that's bad. It's a. I, I'm, here's the thing. Nigeria is bad. Nobody has said a freaking thing about this anywhere. Who knew we were doing? We were nation building uh, Nigeria and helping to bring them back from civil war. I, why is, why is that such a bad thing, Abe? There's potential for another Afghanistan there. Exactly. Right? I mean, am I all right? I mean, you're a little more on this than I am. You're exactly right. right. That's exactly why there's a came to my mind when I heard that it already has snowballed and there already has been a lot of uh, loss of American troops that has not been covered in the media there. Uh, it's a covert war that's that's probably linked to, you know, the globalist powers and there's probably other stuff involved with it. Now, I know China was involved in that area, too. They have the debt bubble problem going there as well or the debt uh, slavery thing going there as well. So, you know, I just wish why can't we have more policy discussions about things like this? In the in our political within our the DC that people that represent represent us in DC and so that we actually know what's happening in these places instead they just keep it from us. Yeah, if you think about the world today, right? Like less than one percent of the world's population dies from conflicts. At some point back in the day, that number was like twenty percent. You had a, a one in five chance of dying from like a war or a conflict. We're now 1% and we've got these little things around the world. And I believe the military industrial complex is trying to gin these up and, and, you know, these they're, they're giving donations because they, they, they feed off of this. Why can't we have them building houses for the homeless or something like pivot, pivot their companies and use their technology for good rather than for weaponry and bad. You mean like water and farming and, and helping to feed the population and, and maybe also have Renewable power energy technologies yeah. and all that. Right. I mean, you and I, can, we could sit here and we're, you know, we're, we're just two dummies, right? We could come here and come, come up with 15 solid business plans for them tonight. By the end of the night, we'd have 15 solid business plans for them. They don't want it. They're not creative. They're not willing to take that risk. They, they want the sure thing. And that's killing people. 
Yeah, it's and it's um, it's all has to do with the the rat line funding lines into the CIA, and and we need to get control of that in this country before uh, we destroy the world because that's that's basically everything that the CIA has done since the Bush administration, the first Bush administration has reverberated into disaster around the world, every single spot, whether it be Venezuela, other places in South America, Central America, all over Africa. Um, it, every spot they've touched they, they has big turned into a disaster area. And it's, it's, it's no taxation without representation. We have the right to know what is what our country is doing on the on behalf of and as and using the money of our our everyday Americans. Someday maybe we'll get back to it. Then you think about butt plugs like uh, Brennan, John Brennan, yeah, Clapper. Like I mean, all you have to do is look at those guys and hear them talk and realize they're incompetent boobs. Yeah. They, right. they do not have uh, humanity's best interest in mind. It's been another quick, pretty fun show, Joe, uh, Joe and Mark. I really appreciate it. Joe, last thoughts before we close it down today. No, I just want to say thanks to everybody that called in. Really appreciate Great calls, guys. It was great to hear from everybody, everybody out there in chat. Thanks for being here. Look forward to seeing you guys again tomorrow. Mark, really appreciate you very much. I really enjoyed it. I, we look like forward to having you back in two weeks as well. And, uh, again, if there's anything anyone can do to help your campaign, go to the website, markforohio.com. If anyone wants to help in any kind of way, uh, let's all unite together, do what we can to lift each other up. And I guarantee you, uh, if we get people like Mark into the Senate, uh, we will have representation. Uh, and then you can tax me, not all you want, but fairly. With that, I want to say much love. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us here again on this Tuesday. We'll see you guys tomorrow, 5 Eastern. God bless you. Much love. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.